So I've been thinking the podcast, I go by the name of Sleeve Steve, and I am here holding it down live from the crib. Um, It has been too long. In fact, I don't think I've even come out with a podcast this year, which is disgusting. But the way this year has been going, I don't think anyone could blame me. And I'm going to explain a little bit about what's been happening um, share a little bit about what I've been going through or, or, or at least my thoughts on what's been happening and, and what's been going on. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going to do this podcast. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to Roxanne and Mitch Grayson. Um, they're well. I speak to them. Everything's good. Um, we haven't had a chance to sit down and do a pod in a while, obviously, but I definitely uh, speak to them and I felt like at this point, let me do something. And I, and I was in a place where I didn't want to just do something just to do it because I've noticed that a lot of people with platforms, they say things and they do things just because they have a platform. And I don't know everything. I don't have answers for everything. And sometimes jokes aren't and there's no place for jokes. There's a time and a place for everything. So when I felt like I don't, I didn't have anything to, to really say that wasn't necessarily being said, or I didn't have any action that wasn't necessarily being done, then I really didn't have much to say. Um, a lot of that hasn't changed, to be completely honest with you, but I do now uh, know how to, I want to articulate myself as it regards to what's going on. I feel like there's a lot to get to, but a lot of these conversations, in my opinion, are group discussions for me. So a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about or at least surface, I may not go into depth as much or you may hear it more on it on a later podcast because I want to get more people involved in the conversation. So um, there's that. But I'm not going to use this platform and go on a rant about how every person, every white person isn't a racist or how every cop isn't bad. Because if I was to do that, I would rather occupy my time by saying that all black people aren't criminals and all black people aren't violent. But that goes without being said. We know that. Everybody knows this. So it really doesn't make any sense why uh, people are out here chanting these things, chanting these all lives matters and and the uh, blue live matters. It's, it's stupid. It makes no fucking sense to me. And anybody that supports that or anybody that doesn't understand black lives matter, like that concept, if it's something foreign to you, If you don't understand it, if you can't grasp it, if you feel like you want to debate it, then you have no space in this world. Simple as that. Now, I'm not wishing death on anybody, but I'm saying you have no space. There's no room for you. You shouldn't really. Your opinion is is the very reason why America is what it is today. And it's a travesty, to be completely honest with you. America is in a terrible space. It has been for a really, really long time. And it's times like this where I feel 
a little bit better about situations because things like social media is prevalent where people that didn't know can now see. You can't pretend like you don't know no more or you can't pretend like you can't you can't pretend like you, you don't see it. It's not in your face. It's right in everyone's face now. So the blatant racist, they're going to be they're going to show that that's going to that's they're going to come out the fucking woodworks that now we about to see them. Now we about to see all the blatant racists because this is the space for it. Now you can't hide. And you know what? I prefer it that way. Fuck these closet racists. If you're a racist, show me you a fucking racist. Show me. Show me. Don't hide. And and I'm telling you, man, I it, it's just it's, it's bad. Um, black people unite. Black people educate yourself. Arm yourself. Protect yourself. Protect your family. You know, this, the basics, the things we've been talking about, the things you've been hearing your entire life uh, now more than ever. We're in a time where we're in strange times now, man, where you just really can't call it. I want to say rest in peace to Breonna Taylor and um, George Floyd. Anyone else, everyone else who was killed by the arms of police of anybody for the color of their skin. I think this, the fact that those cops haven't been arrested yet, it's, it's nasty. It's just, it's all bad. Like, it's just like the Karens, the, the Karens out there. It's just, I, I've even had a, an experience. I had a Karen, quote unquote, Karen experience back when I was like, I think maybe I was like 15. I was working at Friendly's. It was like my, one of my first jobs. And I was a waiter at Friendly's. And it was a white, it was a super white Friendly's. I think me and like two other dudes, one of them happened to be from my neighborhood. We were the only three black guys that was working there at the time. And we was there. And basically, this lady comes in with her family and she wanted a white waiter. Now, I'm the black waiter, you know, I'm charismatic, I'm getting it, my tips was crazy, I'm getting crazy tip money, I'm all over the place, everybody loving me, I got the tables laughing, I'm just doing my thing, so she she don't want me, she cut on the walkthrough, she's like, uh, yeah, no, can I have him or her, so nobody really questioned it, nobody really questioned her, but one of, somebody told me, they was like, yeah, she was kind of saying, what did you do to us, she was saying she don't want you to be her waiter. And I'm like, I don't know that lady. I've never seen that lady before in my life. So as we going through now, not to, you know, pat myself on the back or anything, but I was literally the best waiter there. So my white counterparts, they couldn't do anything. So when I see the lady over there, she wasn't, she was complaining about her food. She was complaining about her service. She didn't like the waiter. She wanted another waiter mid mid meal. She wanted another waiter still didn't want me, but she wanted another waiter because she wasn't happy with that waiter. And then she sees me going around doing my thing. The table right next to her. I had they're laughing, tip me crazy. And you can just see on her face how how disgusted she was and just my and just my existence and my happiness and other people being happy with me like and and. 
I had a moment where I felt like it was one of my first moments where I felt like, damn, that like like to not be liked because of the color of your skin. Like that's when I like I felt it. Like it was blatant. She just looked at me in disgust. And you know, I you know, you, you take you learn from those experiences, you know. Uh, as a black man, I, I, you take those experiences and you, you learn from it. And what I realized that I started doing, which I don't know if I'm alone on this, but I started moving different around white people. It literally made me start moving different around white people. I started trying to be less me so that I didn't worry white people or I didn't scare white people. And to me, that was one of the worst things that I can do. One of the worst things I can do is suppress who I really am for somebody else, especially for somebody who doesn't give a fuck about who I am, whether I'm being the person they want me to be or not. You see, because there's that, too. Right. You go into being this person you think they want you to be, but you a nigga regardless. So it's just those moments you have in life where you just take it and, and you you learn from it. I hope you learn from it. You know what I mean? And, and that's something that. I will encourage anybody and everybody, be yourself, be yourself. Black people, be unapologetically black. Be yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself. I want to shout out some people that are close to me that, well, not people. I'll shout out a person that's close to me that has been, I've been seeing her do her thing. She's been organizing a lot of uh, Long Island protests. They've been doing a lot of bullshit on Long Island. A lot of these white people have been wowing on Long Island, uh, Merrick specifically. Um, and she was uh, spearheading and she was one of the organizers for uh, the protest in Long Island out in Merrick. Her name on Instagram is QUA, the Lash Fairy. Shout out to Quay. She also has a lash line. Um, you can go to shopbettyjeans.com. That's S H O P B E T T Y J E A N.com for your lash needs but yeah shout out to her it's it's to me it's beautiful to see people that i grew up with doing things like that you know i want to shout out everybody that's on the front lines everybody that's putting themselves in harm's way with corona and everything and and shit being just front lines with police you're putting your life at risk you know so i just want to shout out everybody that's protest that's made signs, that's donated, that's posted. I mean, you people shit on just the post, but everything counts. All this counts. In a time like this, I, I'll take everything. Everything counts. Even our white people that's supporting the white people out there protesting. We need that. We need more people, of uh, more white people to um, to start these conversations because we, we know what's going on already. It's up to the white people to explain to their people what's going on so uh, again shout out to quay shout out to everybody that's out there on the front lines everybody that's donating everybody that's posting everybody that's educating themselves educating others is super important i think that we can't stop we like two months into protesting i don't think it should stop i think that our voices should be heard they will be heard and um i just i love it i love it shout out to all the protesters for real now, where I'm going next with this would be, since we're still talking about, um, you know, social justice and 
protesting and things of that nature, I feel like we have to stop leaning on celebrities' word so much in crucial times. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some highly educated celebrities out there that has highly educated and thought out opinions and shout out to Killer Mike's and and that's probably who I'm going to shout out right now. That's all I really want to think about right now. But, you know, people like that who's educated, who I don't mind listening to, who has something to say. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, we have to stop listening to people who don't matter, who opinions generally don't matter, who don't know what we're going through, who just because their skin is black doesn't mean that they experience the same things we experience. Just because you got pulled over once don't don't mean that you know my oppression. I need people to understand that everybody that shares your skin color, like a Terry Crews, who's completely fucking clueless, a bozo, they just, they don't get, just because they share your skin color is my point, they don't get it. Just because we are the same color doesn't mean they get it. They don't get it. And we have to stop allowing them to to speak. We have to stop giving their words power. We have to stop retweeting it. We have to stop reposting it. We have to just ignore them. When they speak and they say stupid shit, we have to ignore them like we would do a child. That's the energy we need to possess at this point. Stop retweeting the bullshit these people are saying because it's getting clouded with the shit that people need to know. The real shit. I'm tired of people solely depending on celebrity word and what this celebrity got to say about it or why this celebrity didn't say nothing about it. It's like, come on. As an adult, you should try and formulate an opinion on your own. Go out and do some research. Talk to some people that know something. You know what I mean? Like live a little. That, you know, experience is is also a a great teacher. Go outside and learn something. We got to stop following people just because they walk with confidence. And I say that if you don't know where you're walking to. A lot of people are walking but don't know where they're going. You see, people are attracted by the demeanor. They're, they're, They're attracted by the strut. Shit, sometimes even the walking shoes. They like that. The confidence. It's it's attractive. We've all seen Ferris Gump, Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Where, you know, he was he was walking, just walking. People started following him. He just wanted to walk. And when he was done walking, all the people that was following him, they didn't know what to do. He turned around and was like, I'm done. And they all looked confused. It's like you you following somebody with no direction. It, it, it's it's sad, sad, and and I see it all the time. It's it's crazy to me. It's like after all that time, you follow somebody because they've been doing it a long time. It's like, what if they've been doing nothing forever? You've been following somebody that's been going nowhere. Somebody that don't even got ways. You don't even got you don't even got ways, and you following them. You both gonna be lost. I just think that I know that everybody's not leaders, but just watch who you deem your hero. Watch who you deem somebody that you should look up to and that you should follow. Because that shit gets dangerous. People are leading people off a fucking cliff. So just be careful. Be careful who you who you who you put in front of you to lead you. Whose views you 
value. You know, all I'm saying is at a time like this, everybody's in the crib. Outside opened up a little bit and a few states is about to go back to, to phase one. I'll get into COVID in a minute, but use this time to, to educate yourself. And I'm not saying that I'm out here reading a thousand books, but what I am doing every, on a daily is educating myself as su- in some capacity. Everyone should be doing that. Everybody should be challenging themselves on a daily basis and challenging the people around you, your loved ones, and even the people you fuck with a little bit. Challenge them. That's what we need. Enough of the bullshit. Bullshit going to be there. But when it's a serious situation and it's serious times, I feel like that we should take it serious. I make all the jokes in the world. Anybody that knows me knows that. But just some shit, you just, it's just not funny. COVID-19, 2020 has been a fucking crazy year. I think we all can agree on that. COVID-19 has been horrible. I want to first send my condolences to anyone who has lost a life or lost a loved one due to COVID-19. And I just want to say that as a healthcare worker, as an essential worker, someone who has been going to work since the beginning of this thing until now, that I've never seen anything like this before in my life. And even working in the healthcare system prior to COVID, where I work in um, materials management. See, this is, I'm going to go in depth a little bit about myself here. I usually pod, that's my nine to five, as I would let the world know. But no, I work in healthcare. I work in materials management. And in my department, I essentially were in charge of supplying the entire hospital, literally everything anything you can think of everything they use for everything comes through my department and my department is also happens to be in charge of like crash cards and emergency cards that they use code cards throughout the hospital which makes my department the only non-clinical 24-hour department in the hospital so long story less long when this covid shit hit it hit my department extremely hard. Like, I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. But the shit that we had to do, and I say we, meaning my department, and I also shout out the uh, environmental workers and the transport workers. Those are some of the our counterparts in the hospital where they we weren't getting shout outs like that. But niggas is on the front lines, and we didn't, we not doctors and nurses, but we seeing all that. We're just as exposed. And my hospital specifically was at one point the hub for it in Long Island. And they were sending people from Westchester County. They were sending people from New York City essentially there to die. And we're on the ground floor, my department, and that's where the morgue is. And that's where the bodies go through. And that's where the, you know, people come in to pick up the bodies and all that. So that's typically, you know, regular behavior. So on a daily, I'll tell you, I would see maybe three, four, five bodies go out a day. Throughout that whole, maybe like a month span, I was seeing 20 to 30 bodies go downstairs a day. Like that shit was insane. And I had never seen no shit. And what you don't realize is that shit starts to fuck with you. Like 
you don't even know it starts to fuck with you, but it really starts to fuck with you. And then you're triple layered in there. Everybody, everybody that you work with, you know, everybody, we're, 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 we're wearing our masks, two, three masks, N95, the regular blue air loop. We got face uh, shields on. We got on our uniforms. Over our uniforms, we got on disposable scrubs. Over the d- disposable scrubs, we got on gowns. So, I mean, gloves, everything, booties. We we got everything on. And then we're still in there. We don't know what's what, you know. And then we coming home every night to the people that aren't essential. So, to me, it never really made much sense. And it really fucked my head up because... I'm going home to my loved ones. I'm going to see my people and I'm the only one going to work. It was at one point where I really was the only one in my family that was outside. So I'm outside going to and from work, everybody in the crib. And I'm like, damn, I feel some type of way going home if somebody gets sick, you know, so there's that. And then there's the fear of me getting sick. And just the unknown. Every day you come in, you're seeing people die. They're telling you kids can't get it, but kids could get it. Kids can hold it, save it, and give it to you. Like, it's all kind of unanswered questions, and you kind of got to live through that. So I'm not here to complain. I'm just kind of giving you a perspective of somebody that was working in hospital throughout it all. Like, it was crazy. I remember one time I asked a nurse just in passing, how you doing? You staying safe? And she looked at me with the most sincerity and said, I don't know. And that shit fucked my head up because like nobody knows. Even now, nobody really knows. But I just encourage everybody to wash your hands a million times, something that you should have been doing. I encourage everybody to, um, you know, get you some hand sanitizer, you know, um, wear masks, cover your face, cover your, 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 I don't, don't, if you're out in public. Don't touch your face. You know, everything. Yeah, you hear this. Sleeve Steve don't got to tell you this shit. That's third person for you. You you know these things. Just just stay true to it because COVID didn't go nowhere. Um, I'm actually going to experience um, traveling soon. I've been on lock. I've been locked down. I'm live from the crib now. But I haven't really been doing any out-of-state traveling as well. I think I'm going to be getting on a plane come September. I'm going to be really trying to, and and I'm still going to have my gloves on. I'm still going to be, you know, on it because this shit not going nowhere and the people don't know. So the best you can do is stay safe for you and yours. So wash your hands. Make sure everybody got masks when you leave the crib. If you hit these parties, I tell you one thing, I hit these summer events, I will be masked up. You shit me? You think I'm going to be out here fucking... Nah, COVID's going up. Nah. Now, outside events, maybe not. But all these inside events I'm seeing people at, y'all are bugging. Y'all are bugging. It might not be no spike, but do the math. Somebody in there going to have it. Stop it. Throw a mask on. Back up. You can still, we're going to have to learn how to live with this shit because at the end of the day, we don't want to be ignorant and set ourselves back when they let us out a little bit. They're already rolling back. Florida, I'm hearing. I got people in Florida, they rolling back Florida. I heard they rolling back Texas, a few other states, I don't know. But I don't want them I, I don't want New York to start going in reverse. I feel like everybody should be masked up if you leave the fucking crib anyway. I don't care if you going to the corner store, if you going to the gas station, if you going to, to the park to walk your dog. Now it is stupid for y'all to be out here in y'all cars with the windows up, mask on, gloves on, y'all look dumb. 
And I don't understand. If you just left a store something with them same gloves and that mask, you out here looking stupid. You, your whole car is COVID. You bugging. You got a COVID. <laughs> you, you got the COVID mobile. You got to relax. If you got gloves and you use gloves, dispose of the gloves. Don't rewash the gloves either. I'm seeing a lot of that. That's not smart. Throw the gloves in the garbage. I know gloves are expensive. Niggas is taxing on gloves because we're in that space. But, hey, man, safety is more important than anything. Throw them gloves in the garbage after you use them because you don't know what the fuck is on those gloves. Your masks as well. Wash those masks. Some of y'all masks and some of y'all are getting a real firsthand experience what you've been putting people through as far as that breath. Because now you're smelling your own breath through this mask. And it's important that you know your breath stinks. So this whole pandemic thing, it has some good things to it. You can get that mouth right, and we can get everything out. I'm fucking with you. But listen, um, I apologize for the delay. I always apologize for the delay. But anybody that's listening to me, I appreciate you. I promise I do. Um, I'm, I hope to have a lot of people... I've, anybody that has asked me to be on this podcast, I swear I will be reaching out if within the, the like the ass end of this year up until next year to try and get it done. I hope you're still interested because I'm still interested. I didn't forget about you. If you think an ISD don't fuck with me, that's fake news. I promise you, I didn't forget anybody who ever asked or wanted to get on the podcast. I got you. I want to make it so that it's right. I've been trying to get it right for a while. We're going to get it right. I'm not going to stop. As you can see, there may be some delays. There may be some hiccups. But as long as I'm here, I will not stop putting out podcasts. I can't tell you the consistency. We're going to get this consistency right. Trust me. The consistency is key. But at the same time and token, I'm here. Again, shout out to Roxanne. Shout out to Mitch Grayson. And um, I want everybody to stay safe. Protect yours, black people. Black lives matter. White people, we need you. We need you to step up. We need you to tell your grandpa, shut up. We need you to educate your cousins. We need you to tell your nieces and nephews. It's very important. Um, What else I got? Rest in peace, everybody that has fallen victim to 2020. Pop Smoke, Kobe, uh, man, everybody, man. I, I just rest in peace to everybody that 2020 has taken. Uh, I'm excited for 2021. Um, I'm excited for the end of 2020 to end on a good note. I think something good's coming after all this nonsense. I'm putting it into the air. Has to be something at the end of this. So, shout out to everybody that I love. Shout out to everybody that loved me. I want to shout out my boy who put out a phenomenal, phenomenal album. And um, I need everybody to go to Apple, uh, Tidal, wherever you get music and download it. It's Real Talk. See you after. I mean, this guy is out putting amazing music out. And one of my favorites, one of my favorites on the track is Nobody Else. I need you to go check that out. That's Real Talk. See you after. On everywhere music is, title, Apple Music. Shout out to my boy, Real Talk. And um, this is so I've been thinking the podcast. I know I've given you some instructions as to how I live my life and how you should live your life with these troubled times. But I need you to do me the biggest favor in addition to 
washing your hands, wearing your mask, protecting your people, supporting your people. I need you to live life accordingly.